Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, it is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And uh, you can follow us on social media. I am at Chris Broussard, Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter, Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on the gram. And we got our man, friend of the show, one of our NBA analysts, Antonio Daniels. Coming up at the bottom of the hour. Great man to talk to because uh, a Pelican, we think, is in the news. And that would be Zion Williamson. And he's in the news because, as you may know, the Pelicans made a big trade before the deadline. They got C.J. McCollum, the high-scoring guard from the Portland Trailblazers. And they're excited about C.J. Because uh, CJ is a a big-time scorer. Uh, He's a very good player. Never been an all-star, but had he been in the Eastern Conference for most of his career, I do think he would have made some all-star teams. Uh, He's played five games with the Pelicans. And Rob, he's averaging 28 points a game. Mm. Six rebounds, five assists. Now, they are one in four in those games. But still, he's putting up numbers. (laughs) And uh, the big news over the... All-Star Weekend was that CJ told Kenny Smith, Charles Barkley, Shaq, and those guys that since being traded to the Pelicans, he hasn't talked to Zion. And uh, interestingly, Rob, uh, Zion reached out to him after that quote, uh, after it became big news, and they've since talked. But uh, J.J. Redick, who now... You know, as a broadcaster, former player, he played in New Orleans with Zion. He uh, shed some light on Zion's relationship with the Pelicans, and uh, it wasn't good light. Here it is. I get that he's hurt and away from the team, but you just traded for one of the 50 best players in the league, a guy that's supposed to be paired with you. Reach out and say hello. This is a pattern of behavior with Zion that we are seeing again and again. And look, I was his teammate. I can describe him as a detached teammate. That is is an accurate statement. This is just, this is basic, basic level of humanity being a teammate. Send a text to a guy when he gets traded to your team. That is just normal behavior. That's the bar minimum that you have to do. And the Pelicans yesterday sent out an email for season tickets for next year. Guess who wasn't in the email? Whose name was not in the email? Zion's. Like, what the heck is going on in New Orleans? Uh, I think I think I would have uh, asked him to give me a few more examples. I think what he's talking about is right. Of he said that he, on first take. Yeah, huh? AJ Reddick. He said was that it? on first take. First take. Today. Okay. This morning on ESPN. Yeah. Um, I probably would have asked Chris if I would have sitting across from him or whatever. Like, I need a few more examples of being detached. What else did you see? 
Uh, what else went on? Now, you know, I want to just get a feel. Everybody's not friendly, uh, and everybody's not the same. I agree you would think so, Chris. You would think so. But I know a lot of examples in our business where people aren't that friendly and don't do things and, you know, and whatnot. And you still go to work every day and do what you have to do, um, regardless of that. Uh, so everybody's not the same. Everybody's not. So uh, I, I the, the thing that bothers me probably the most, and it's not, he's not the first guy to do it, but, you know, train separate from the team or work out or get back into shape or whatever it is he's doing because other people have done it, but it just doesn't feel right. Like nothing there feels right. And Chris, when he, when he played and when he was healthy, spectacular. Right. Spectacular. 27 points, 60 something percent shooting. Spectacular. But but it just doesn't feel right. Something is amiss. Well, and that's where I think, I mean, I agree with you. It'd be nice to hear some more examples. That's all I'm saying, Chris. That's just just an interesting. I mean, he's in a unique position. He was a teammate of Zion's. He saw, he was in the locker room. He was at practice. He was at the games. He knows. But you know what I'm saying, Chris? When when somebody says something like that, just, I need a little bit more. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, well, and the reason, and, and obviously the first take, he wasn't interviewing J.J. Reddick. I mean, no, that, no, no. that's a debate show. So right. uh, that may be why we know Stephen A. was a good journalist. Um, but that may be why he didn't ask for further, ex, you know, expounding on it. But I, honestly, Rob, it would have been nice that's to all, hear I, that's it. That's all I said. But I don't know that we need it because we you just said it. We, we've got, we even can see from the outside that he is, a, he is detached from the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, what I will say is this. And, yeah, sure. He could easily just text CJ, hey, man, welcome to the team. Excited to have you. But to your point, Zion Williamson is 21 years old. Zion Williamson has played one out of the three seasons that he's been in New Orleans. Zion Williamson is away from the team for the rest of the season. He probably doesn't feel much a part of the team. Right. No, he certainly can't feel like the leader of the team. And he he and he's a young kid. He he probably doesn't know all the etiquette and protocol. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you know what? I Chris? can understand how he was just. It maybe didn't even cross his mind that oh, I should reach out to this guy. And you know what? I think that that's fair from the standpoint that we we know Chris. We're grown men, right? We're right. grown men, right? And you you'd be surprised, young kids. What they're used to, whatever, or you know, I don't, I like it. It just, it just might not have crossed his mind I, that I, I'm I not totally there. I'm not playing with this guy. I'll see right. him down the road. I don't know him. He's older. We didn't play in the AAU. I don't right. know him. And it, and the other thing is this: as good as CJ McCollum is, and he's good. It, it, he ain't James Harden. He's not Steph Curry. I'm guessing if they added Steph Curry, Zion would have reached out. I'm guessing. Maybe no, I'm wrong. I, I'm with you on that. You know what I, I'm saying? I mean, I it's not. But here's the other thing, right. Rob. And this is where, in my view, this is a failure on the part of the organization. Get uh, How about David Griffin getting Willie Green, the head coach, Zion, Brandon Ingram, and C.J. McCollum on a Zoom call? Thank how you. How about that? That that's what it should have been right? anyway. 
because that's where you that's leadership. Yes. Uh, here's the new guy, whatever. We're going to get everybody together uh, and and just chop it up for a little bit. What's going on? What we're doing here? Plans we have. Hey, you know, I'm not we're not asking Zion to make plans or tell us what to do. We want him to know what we're working on. Right. And, and this he's, is the look, reason he's we one made of this our trade. future stars. Right. Yeah, Zion, this is a guy that Who's we want to team with you. Yeah. Well, he's 30, CJ. Oh, so 30. that's the thing, okay. too. They're a decade apart almost. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, he has no yeah. connection to him. He doesn't. Right. It's not Simmons and Durant or Harden and Embiid. I mean, you know, but uh, I think that was a misstep on the part of the Pelicans. And, Rob, ultimately, there is a feeling, and there was actually a story written by Howard Beck, friend of the show who's been a guest of ours, on Sport, in Sports Illustrated, SI.com, that executives around the league are waiting for Zion, Donovan Mitchell in Utah, and Damian Lillard in Portland to kind of work their way out of their current situations and hit the market uh, by essentially demanding trades, if not flat-out demanding trades. And the feeling of many, not all, is that Zion Rod will be that first rookie or first player to finish up the rookie scale and then reject the maximum contract salary offer that he gets from his, you know, the team that drafted him. It's never happened before. Even when LeBron did it with Cleveland and ultimately ended up leaving after seven years, he did it, but he signed a shorter deal a three-year deal, but he still stayed in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. He just kept his flexibility and got it a little sooner than he would have. They really think early. he's it not was smart. going to sign a contract. They really Some do. That. Now, my thing is this, Rob. If I were advising Zion Williamson, I would, I would, if I was somebody close to him, agent, family member, good friend, I would look him dead in the eye and be like, dude, You have got to, as soon as possible, and that is the end of the regular season, you have got to sign this contract extension. Five years, $181 million. You need to sign it because your body has already been betraying you for the last three years, and actually more than that. And just in case it continues to betray you, you you can lock up this money. Right. If if you don't like New Orleans, and I hate to say it, right, because you know I don't like what Ben Simmons did, and I don't like uh, what Harden's done and all that, but you can work your way out of there. Hopefully you can do it in a better way than Simmons did, but there are ways. You know what I'm saying? It's actually better for New Orleans. Like, if you sign the long-term deal, Rob, and you're making big money, they are better – it's a better chance for them to trade you because in the NBA, salaries have to match up. So now if I trade Zion on a max deal, I can get a lot of good players in return or one great player in return, whereas if he's still on his rookie scale not making the money – you know, he's making five, six, seven million a year, I can't get the same caliber of player, 12 million, whatever it is. And so that – you know, you could work it out if you work with the Pelicans. So, Rob – I that's what I would be telling Zion. I wouldn't be saying think about New York. Let me, uh, look at wherever else you want to go before you sign. No, sign that contract, son. Let me tell you this: I, I, if, if Zion forces his way out of New Orleans, I don't think they're a viable NBA franchise anymore. 
If you can't, Chris, you can't keep doing this. You can't keep you lost having Anthony Davis. Am I right or wrong? You, you lost can't be, Chris Paul. Remember you that? You can't be viable. Like, like this is what's happening. Like you, you get to the point where you, you, you lose. You get a big star, and he doesn't want to be there. I mean, he hadn't even played enough to not like it. You know, like he, right. like he hadn't been through anything. He hasn't played. And if that happens, how are they viable? Because I, other I people coming you. will be like, what? Uh, he didn't know. It Zion makes didn't look, want to right. be there. Like, like, Anthony uh, Davis right. didn't want to be there. Why do I want to be there? I hear you. And and there that is legitimate. The only thing I would say is we have seen, I mean, James Harden didn't want to be in Houston. Now he stayed there 10 years, but you know what I mean? He he worked his way out. Uh Ben Simmons worked his way out of Philly. I, I think this is more so a reflection not on New Orleans. And, and granted, they may they don't have the greatest leadership. We know that. And maybe that's where the league needs to step in and get them better leadership. There's but something I think, going Rob, on, this right. is more a reflection of players. Anthony Davis wanted to go to L.A. to play with LeBron. Ben, now, Zion, I, I, I'm with you. I don't know what if David Griffin there's talk. They haven't hit it off. I've been told that, you know, Griff really upset the coaching staff, understand Van Gundy, and that he appeased Zion too much. He never wanted to push him. He wouldn't let them coach him hard. Like, he just totally gave in to Zion. And obviously that hadn't worked. And created a monster. Right, right. That hadn't worked. But I I feel you because what you say is legitimate. But I I wouldn't want to bail on that franchise. I I just, if you keep losing people, top picks, it doesn't make sense to keep getting them is what I'm saying. Like that, that keeps setting this franchise back, Chris. Well, you know, Rob, you got two cities and you got more that will want a team. But Seattle, which was a great market. Yes. And Las like Vegas, games which Seattle. obviously would, would be a good market. So, What's the other one? Um, would you say the other one? Las Vegas. Oh. It's just a that matter of time. That would be a good market. Right, right, right. So, all if right, let's A's, go out to the If the, the A's callers. move there, Chris, it's just a matter of time. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. No doubt. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Should the Pelicans look to trade... Zion Williamson before he gets a chance to force his way out of town. We'll continue the conversation with you next. Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports business society and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the right or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts all right, it's the Odd Couple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and we're brought to you by AutoZone because AutoZone has the free services you need to get back on the road, such as their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. And I'm telling you, I feel like I see an AutoZone on just about every corner, and that's because there's more than 5,600 locations nationwide. AutoZone is here to help you save time and money, folks, with their free services. 
Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. Auto zone. 877-99 on Fox. Uh, what to do with Zion? What are your thoughts on this situation that's sticky in New Orleans with Zion Williamson? All right, let's kick it off with uh, Jeff in Virginia. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jeff? Hey, guys. Great show as usual. Thank, Thank you, you, buddy. Hey, hey, listen, I lived in New Orleans in the late 70s, and they used to, uh, the guys, they played in the uh, Superdome. Mm-hmm. That's where they had the jazz, yeah. They, yeah, they used to move the, uh, part, you know, the uh, lower promenade over all the way over to one side. Right. And I watched them leave, and my parents moved to, I'm 54 years old, so I was a young man at this time. But uh, they, they moved to Houston, and then we watched them leave. And it, it's a really a, a trip, uh, and, a, and it hurts the city. You know, I, you know, New Orleans is a good town. Oh, right. it's a great town. Oh, I mean, but it, it's it's also uh, not everybody's cup of tea, right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But it, he but wants to just... go to New York, right? He uh, well, looks like the... is that, he is better, that what it is? Here's Chris? the thing. I mean, I, there's talk, but we'll see. He he just gu- gushed over Thank Madison Square you. Garden when he was there, Rob. Last yeah, so year. you know why, that made back pages. You know that, but you know, Rob, you got to be careful. Not everybody's built for New York. They nope. will jump on his weight, right? If he's not playing, they'll be critical of him. They'll jump on his weight. The back pages. I mean, he better think it's, think it's about a, that. Count up the it, cost. It's not for everybody, Chris. right? Everybody can't play there. I, I right. totally agree. Jordan in Atlanta, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jordan? How you guys doing? Um, What's up? This Good. Is why you guys are my favorite show? Um, I feel like I've been watching TV all day, and this is the first time I've heard anybody mention the fact that he's a young player. Like he's only played three seasons, um, and, and really only played of one time. of those. Right. I mean, eighty-five. Right. He only well, played eighty-five games in his first three years. But Jordan, you know what? Season. I'm gonna say this. Chris and we try to be fair and thorough. It's just easy right. to just attack or jump on somebody. Exactly. Every All time the they time, don't, you, you know. Guys, you guys do a great job of that, and I love it. Um, Thank you. But man. like another thing, it's not too many veterans on that team, so it's not really anybody to teach him the ropes for real. For real, I think they really only had Stephen Adams, I believe. Other than that, I can't really think of anybody else that they had. Um, they did have J.J. Reddick for a little while. And a mentor is very important. A mentor is important for somebody to, to teach you, Chris, how to be how to be a professional, how to be a man, yeah. how, to, yeah. what, what, how to deal with uh, a, a adverse uh, situations. You know, like yeah. everybody, you could be six foot eight and ripped and all that and look like a grown man. But, Chris, you might not be. Sam Mitchell was the guy with Kevin Garnett in Minnesota. And he taught, he took him under his wing when Garnett came right out of high school and, uh, you know, helped him mature. So that right. is important, Rob. No doubt. Thanks, Jordan. Appreciate it. How about Mark in Sacramento? Mark. What's going on, gentlemen? He was What's waiting. going on, gentlemen? There we go. What's <laughs> going on, gentlemen? What's going on, gentlemen? Uh, what's up, Mark? How are you? He still Mark calls to yell at me. me. He calls to yell at me again. 
Uh-oh, because something. Chris, is still, no, Chris something. is still hurt, no. Mark. Chris is still hurt. And I love it. Chris, I love you, it. You know I don't call. It's not personal. It's just, you know, it's yes. the topic. I it's know. I'm topic. just messing That's with all. you, man. You know I'm messing I know. With you. I know, man. Um, real, real quick on this, and I'm, I'm going to plant a seed in you guys' head. I normally don't do this because I know the New York fans, they always want every star from every team right. that becomes yep. a free wants to come to New York. But, man, here's something to think about. Uh, if he's healthy, and I think that's part of the problem. I said to you guys two years ago, if he didn't get that weight off him, he goes up. And everybody loves that explosiveness of him going up. But, man, that's 280 pounds coming down. No, I totally down. agree. I yeah. totally agree. And, and, I, I totally yeah, agree. And he, he was going to have those problems. Well, now you're seeing it. And it, it but if he does get it off, it doesn't seem like he really wanted to go to New Orleans. Am I right, Chris? Wasn't there some reports that when he was drafted, he seemed a little disappointed? Well, uh, he oh, wanted, yeah, he, was, he wanted to go to New York. He was I mean, disappointed. Okay. New York. There ain't okay. no doubt about uh, it. Here's, here's something I just thought of. Who's in New York now, right now? Who's the two guys in his New York boy. right now? Well, his boy is R.J. Barrett. They played together at Duke, of course. But yeah, Who else Justin, is there? Or, uh, Julius Randle. There? Julius Randle's the Cam guy. Cam Reddish. Didn't they oh, just pick right. up Cam Reddish? Oh, yeah, their teammate, too. Yep. Right, yeah. Right. That's his other teammate. So I'm just thinking if New York, you know, if you want to do it, well, there it is because Look, you play with those guys. So I just I just thought about it. Those three Rob guys. Rob and I do. talk about it all the time. Storylines are great for us. So that would be great. I, I would love it, Rob, personally, if he went to New York. Um, but, It would just know, be painful for New Orleans. That's all, Chris. But I, I it is a storyline. No, no, I'd love it if he went there. Um, but we'll see. All right, we got uh, Antonio Daniels. We'll talk with him about this. He's a Pelican's color he'll analyst. He'll give us some so he'll insight. join us after. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, he's a Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst. He's a Sirius XM NBA radio host. He's the New Orleans Pelicans color analyst. That brother be hustling. Antonio Daniels, what up, man? Yo. Welcome. Oh, man. What's up, fellas? <laughs> you know we got questions for you. Yes, you... and we know you got answers. We put you on the spot. We, you got answers. We believe you have answers, so... You saw it, J.J. Redick, former teammate of Zion Williamson's there in New Orleans. You were there when he, you know, was playing for the team. He calls Zion a detached teammate. Um, what are your thoughts on this? It's been I mean, the, the big story is, in the league today. Yeah, that's, that's J.J. Redick's opinion. Like, the thing that, that's crazy about this is J.J. Redick comes out and he says something about his experience with Zion, and people are asking me my opinion. My opinion doesn't matter because that's how he felt. You know what I mean? He was actually but what in is, that what is your p- opinion about Zion? Because we want to know your what? opinion. It, as far as, what, as, far as a teammate, is he detached? Because from the outside looking in, I, I know it's not unusual for a guy to be away from the team, but he no, is away not. from the team. Right. And he's, you know, he's only played. It'll be 85 games in three years, Antonio. So basically one out of three seasons. It seems like he's detached. We've read the stories about he's not high on David Griffin. He may not want to stay there. So it seems like from the outside looking in that what J.J. said is true. I don't – I mean, again, that, that's, a, that's a tough question to answer because when I – all the practices that I've seen Zion at on the plane, during meals, on the bus, 
um, and shoot around, all this stuff, he has not seemed that way. But again, okay. I'm not saying J.J. Reddick's wrong because this is what he experienced himself. This is how J.J. Reddick felt. You know what I'm saying? So somebody right. can seem a certain way to me, but when there's someone that's entrenched in it and has to deal with somebody throughout locker room situations, at halftime, when you're coming in and you're down 10 or you're up 10, when the game is over, post-game post comments and so on and so forth. Like, I'm not saying J.J. Reddick's wrong. I'm saying I value J.J. Reddick's opinion. And here's the thing. He doesn't have an axe to grind with Zion, though. That's the thing. He doesn't – like, my opinion doesn't matter. He, he doesn't – like, there are some people that are speaking on this whole matter, and they have an axe to grind. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm kind of looking at their opinion sideways. Like, okay, well, you know what, you have an issue here, you have an issue here, or your feelings got hurt here, or whatever it may be. J.J. Reddick is just speaking on his experience in New Orleans. What, what, uh, how about this? Just your gut, the way it feels, or, or, and, and, you know, the New York Knicks thing and his ex-two teammates are playing for the Knicks now and all that. Just the gut. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Is he going to wind up there? Is that is that what you're feeling like, or or do you I'm think not, he'll be a Pelican? I, you know, for me, Rob, it, it comes down to I don't think he'll wind up there until he has to go there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he's given no one any implication that he wants out of New Orleans. But what will happen is because we're in the player empowered era. Anytime something happens that is not status quo, people automatically think about how many guys over the past two years or so, how many stars we've said, oh, you know what, they went out. They right. want to go. You know and what I'm saying? Some of them like, do. That, that's, <laughs> right, that's true. And some of them do. But that's what we, that's our, that's like our go to. Right. You know what I mean? That's our go-to when someone's not when someone's not pleased with a certain situation, something that may have happened in the organization or whatever it may be. The next, the next step is, oh, you know what, man? I bet he wants to go. You know what I'm saying? And the difference between Zion and a Damian Lillard or someone like that is Damian Lillard is more seasoned at expressing himself. Right. You know what I mean? Damian Lillard that said time after time after time, I'm ten toes down. In Portland. But you know what? People keep asking him every time something happens, well, did you went out now? Hey, they traded Robert Covington and Norman Powell. Do you went out now? Hey, they fired the coach. You went out now? Hey, they traded C.J. McCollum. You went out now? So it's like that's our constant go-to. Do you – What I mean, Rob and I have said – well, we'll just ask you your opinion. Him not reaching out to C.J. Now, apparently he has reached out to C.J. Since since C.J. made the comment that he didn't reach out to him. What's your thought of that? Um, Is is that a big deal? Is that like, wow, a red flag? Yeah. For me, and I'll be honest, I thought that was different. I thought that was different. You know what I mean? I didn't take it as a red flag. I just thought it was different. You know what I'm saying? So in most cases – you would expect him to have reached out to yes. CJ. Yes. But okay. I also know CJ. And I, I've known CJ forever. You know what I mean? I've known CJ for quite some time. And I also know if he didn't reach out to CJ, the thing that CJ will do, CJ will reach out to him. That's what I loved about what CJ said. When he was on with the TNT crew, he pulled no punches, but he was just speaking honestly. Again, he didn't have an extra grind. He was just being honest. Oh, you know what? I haven't heard from Zion yet. So people's like, oh, man, CJ went in on Zion. No, he didn't. He was just saying that he hadn't heard from him yet. 
which is the truth. You know what I'm saying? And I also right. know with CJ being CJ, him being as bright and as smart as he is, there's a reason that he is the president of the Players Association. That he would find a way to get in touch with Zion. Some way, somehow, that was going to happen. But there are certain things, fellas, that are certain things are being made to look bigger than what they are. And I'm telling you this because I know. The whole season ticket thing where it's like, oh, you know what? Zion's not on it. Because those that advertisement was to season ticket holders this season to try to get them to renew for next season. So the reason Zion wasn't on it is because Zion hadn't played this year and he might not play this season. So people are making bigger things out of this than what it is. But you know what happens? Anytime I say something, it's, oh, he's just being a homer. He just sided with the Pelicans. <laughs> no. That was going to be the next is- word out of Rob's mouth. No, it wasn't. Right. Of course. No, it wasn't. It no I don't know. I'm just I, messing I, with you. I don't, think, I don't think you, you, you play, that, uh, play that game. There are guys who no. I'll have to push back on, and Chris knows if they come out doing that stuff. Right. Uh, and and I get it, you know, like you're, you're advertising reason, to people, and you got and you got to be truthful. He's not playing, right? He's not playing. But the reason I mean, that I struggle with these with these conversations, not just on you guys' platform, but on different platforms, is people will pick and choose. They have selective hearing on what they want to like. We live in a culture that loves the negative, right? So right. if I do a, if I do an interview with Zion and he said, "Man, I love New Orleans," anybody who knows me, know that I love New Orleans. You know what the response is? Oh, he's supposed to say that. But if he says, you know what, I want to, I want to go, I want to get out, now people run to the bank with that. Right. If I say something positive, the only reason I'm saying something positive is because uh, I'm, I'm the New Orleans um, Pelicans color analyst. You right. know what I mean? Let, like, well, let me, I, let me I, I don't work this. that way. Mm-hmm. What what if they if he does somehow decide he doesn't want to be there and they lose him? I'm just thought this is obviously hypothetical. Whatever. I just said to Chris, would New Orleans still be a viable place to have a franchise if you have continue uh, to have guys right. walk away from that city? I mean, Anthony Davis, uh, and now you would have Zion. How bad would that be for the organization or or franchise? But the thing is, sometimes, so I guess what we should do, you know what we should do? We should just basically collapse the NBA to about eight teams. Maybe the two L.A. teams, maybe Golden State, Miami, Chicago, um, New York, Brooklyn. Who else am I missing? Whatever, whatever big market team, Miami, that's right. eight teams right there. So we should just remove the other 32 teams. You know what I'm saying? Because it seems like anytime someone goes to a small market, we do what we can. Their narrative starts then as to why that player should not be in that small market. They 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 they, they, they crushed Giannis. They crushed him when he signed that extension in Milwaukee. And and if you remember, you'll never win. What a mistake. You should have gone to Miami, blah 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 blah. And all the guy did was win a championship. Right. Exactly. They crushed him because he chose to stay in a small market. Yeah. It's funny how it works. All you hear is Damian Lillard, hey, he needs to leave Portland. He needs to leave Portland. Would they be making these same comments if Damian Lillard was playing with the Lakers or if Damian Lillard was playing with the Knicks? Like, I don't know how many times I've heard Damian, man, Damian Lillard needs to go to the Knicks. Zion needs to go to the Knicks. Maybe we should just completely (laughs) remove 22 teams out the NBA and keep the eight 
large market teams in the NBA because it seems like the, now it's Donovan Mitchell. Will Donovan Mitchell want to get out of there? That's you know? what they're waiting like, on, right, Chris? No, that is right. the talk. That is that's the, the talk. Right. talk. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. So it's like, it's like if, you're, if you're a star and you're drafted into a small market, you're constantly swimming upstream. It's almost like being recruited to a small school with other big schools recruiting you. Right. You know what I mean? Well, if you come here, we can offer you this, and we can offer you this, and we can offer you this. and like. But the media runs with that narrative constantly, though. That's the part that's, that's different to me. All right. That's our man, Antonio Daniels, keeping it real. We appreciate you, you man. You know it. For sure. I appreciate you, fellas. Yeah. Peace. All right. The battle lines have been drawn in college basketball. Over handshakes. We'll get to that next. Ah, a couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it's the iCouple, Chris and Rob, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives who are available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Rob, of course, uh, the big news over the last few days was Jawan Howard uh, slapping a University of Wisconsin assistant coach, got suspended for five games, basically the rest of the regular season. Mm -hmm. You and I thought he should have been suspended the entire Season, whatever that meant. Yes. Uh, however many post game games, you know, postseason games. Whether they, they make have it left. to the NCAA right. or the NIT, or if they don't make whatever, yep. like whatever, whatever would happen in the postseason, right? Absolutely. Um, but some people, Dick Vitale included, I believe, yeah, felt yeah, like true. you know what, we just need to get rid of the post game handshake because that's when it happened, right? After games in college. You know, the teams line up and you walk by each other. You shake hands. Good game, man. Good game. Blah, 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 blah. blah. And that's where this happened. And so there were those saying get rid of it. And here's Tom Izzo, the Michigan State coach, Rob. Uh, Here was his response to those saying get rid of the postgame handshake. That, to me, would be the biggest farce, joke, ridiculous nature of anything I've ever heard of. We've already taught these poor 18-year-olds that when you're told to go to class and you don't like it, you can leave. We've already told these kids if you're not happy, you can do something else. We've already told these kids that it's hard to hold them accountable, and now we're going to tell them to not man up and walk down a line on someone who's kicked your butt and have enough class to shake their hand is utterly ridiculous. So if the president said it, I think he's full of it. If the best coach in America said it, I think that gets me way more than this incident. It's funny, Chris. I talked to some guys who played in the NBA, big-time players, right? who said to me that uh, during going through that line to shake hands, whatever, is – not as cool as people think it is. Like, like there's in some animosity. Pros. pros. They played okay. high, high level, one champion. You know what I mean? No, I mean, but they're talking about the pros, not college. 
Yeah, but I'm just talking about do, when but, you shake but, hands. but doing it because you don't do right. it in the pros. They're right, hugged right. up with everybody, right? There's right. no there's you no just, uh, line. Yeah. But you go find your friends right, and people right, you know, right. and you kind of do that thing, right? So it's right. just a little different in the NBA. But said that that during that time and having done it in college with animosity, losing, that it ain't as chummy and buddy as it might oh, appear. Right. And that and that there is some animosity in that, and that's why issues can come from that. Not that they were making an excuse for Jawan Howard, because they right. were not. The people that right. I talked to all told me he was wrong. Right. He was wrong. Uh I I but I still think for sportsmanship and on the college game, I, I don't want to see them get away, get away, you know, give that up, Chris. I it's just not having been enough incidents for me to say because we saw what happened on Sunday that we should do it. I, I how many how many times have we seen this? I, I don't remember that many. No. And, and Rob, I, I right? actually agree with what Izzo said. Regardless of what people think of Izzo, I don't know him that well. I, I did go to Kuwait with him for a story I was doing ESPN the magazine. That was many years ago. I had a good time with him. Seemed like a nice guy. But whatever. I agree with what he said. Like, I mean, we we can't be big enough to after a game. Go shake somebody's hand and say, yo, good game, man. That's it. You don't have to hug him, invite him out to lunch, you know, hang out with him after the game. Good game. And I get I just think it's a sign because it's not just on these players and coaches, Rob. Our society has become so combative and so polarized. And I'm not, look, it, it's been that way historically. You know, so I'm not no, saying, you know, never, but right never, now. It's never, been, it's never been this far. Well, I'm just it, saying it, racially right, right. it's been worse than it is now. As, right, as but many I'm talking problems about we still have, polar, that's, that the, was worse. Right, but the now, polar opposites of, of opinions and yes. how people respond. Chris, there was a time, even if, if I'm a Democrat or I didn't vote for the Republican president, I didn't feel like he was the devil or the worst right. person in the world. I, I might you not agree with his politics. now. Right. I might not agree with his politics, but I didn't feel I didn't have those kind of feelings. And that's right. what we have now. Right. If you voted one way or the other, yes. some people will disown you, cancel you like, I mean, family, friend. And it is ridiculous. So, again, I want to emphasize this is not just about these 18 to 20 year old college kids and these coaches. Yes, they should be able to man up, as Izzo said, and shake hands after a game. So I'm with you, Rob. Keep it. But less as a society, don't get self-righteous. Oh, these kids, look at these athletes. Because we ain't doing it either. We should be able to man up and shake somebody's hand that disagrees with us as well. All right, an hour left, lock it. 